A reminder, there will not be an evening weekday Mass during the month of July and the first two weeks of August. Mass is only at 7.30 in the morning those days. Our Grotto St. Vincent de Paul helpers now have envelopes on the side tables of the church for your donations to help other parishioners who may be in need at certain times. The Adoration Chapel needs yet some volunteers to fill the open hours or to be substitutes when someone can't make their hour of adoration. Call the rectory to volunteer. You would expect me to comment on the Supreme Court ruling this past Friday. I would not disappoint you. Yet the words of a sermon certainly should have a different slant on it from that of others. The real issue, I wish to assert, is not gay marriage, but the legitimacy to act without restriction, with unlimited freedom to do all foul sins without the constraint of law. Everybody, gays included, have for some time now been permitted to do all they please with their own bodies. All that is, except for a few remaining crimes and taboos that still arouse public censure. So then, you also are free to do nearly all What are you going to do with that freedom? Indulge yourselves and sin the more and damn your souls? Affront God more openly and more frequently? To further abuse his offended majesty? This is the sense and full measure of freedom that's been advancing ever more urgently up until this present moment. There is an alternative to it, of course, to stand apart from the filth, to be submissive to and compliant with God's laws, and to refuse yourselves the suggestions, impulses, and indulgences that are so destructive to yourselves and to humanity at large. The gospel of this Mass carries a warning. You will not enter heaven unless your justice is greater than that of the Pharisees. The interpretation of law now in place in our country eventually will have to allow 
more and more freedoms with nearly no restriction at all on human mores. God's laws are being systematically overruled and men's passions are being freed to pursue every wild wish and whim imaginable. The fool, according to a psalm, says to himself, God does not see. Can he who made the eye not see? Can he who made the ear not hear? Why then this pretense? What we're now experiencing is a fatal experiment. The extinction of reason. If Moses goes away to ascend the mountain and speak with God, leaving us behind, we can make the golden calf, the idol of debauchery, lawless freedom, and lust. We can adore it. And lacking Moses' chastening presence, we can make merry and be lewd. Psalm 105 says, the people exchanged what was their glory, that is their faith, for the image of a grass-eating calf, the golden calf, manufactured by the libertines. If you'll pardon a little philosophical and musical allusion, Nietzsche's and Wagner's perversive idea was the twilight of the gods, the obliteration of controlling reason for the emancipation of the passions, a turning off of the light, extinguishing the candle so that the darkness could envelop all. And in the darkness, God wouldn't be able to see. And wicked passions can run wildly free without measure or restraint, and religion itself could be overturned. The twilight, the defeat of the gods, who will have retreated from the dark and left us to our own devices. The legalization of gay liaison, this new lowering of the moral bar, isn't the end of the line. There are many more sins that cry out to God for vengeance besides sodomy monstrous as it is. We already have abortion, 
suicide and murder aplenty in our society. Polygamy can't be far off. But we do not yet have, sorry to singe your ears by saying so, judicial recognition of other putative rights, such as the right to public nudity and public fornication, incest, the seduction of children, and the ultimate depravities, which must be cannibalism and the sacrificial murder of children to demons, all of which sins are indicated in the Bible. This is where unlimited freedom of expression must logically end and will do so unless divine intervention would withhold us from plummeting to such abysmal depths. Perhaps my speculations are extreme, and indeed they are, but then who would have thought 50 years ago that we'd have legal abortion, no-fault divorce, sex instructions in our schools, college campuses rife with fornication and rape, pornography conveniently available on our phones and TV, and now gay marriage. The regression has been very rapid. The renowned master of classical rhetoric, Cicero, had just the right phrase, O tempora, O mores, O such times, such deeds. After Friday's court decision, I feel that I should jump straight to Ash Wednesday, where the priests of the church are bid to stand before the sanctuary and cry out unceasingly, Spare, O Lord, spare your people. Parce Domine, parce popolo tuo. And yet, in a way, I don't want God to spare us. I don't want more leniency, more opportunities, more time for sin, and regress to ever deeper depravities. I can almost wish, almost I say, that God would punish us so that we would stop the infamy. But what I really want, above all, is to console the good God and to make up to Him for the enormous affront to His divine majesty and to our dignity by our ever more crass defiance.
Perhaps we need another deluge to inundate and wash the earth of its filth. But then God promised that he would not. Yet there was another flood that washed the earth, and it was the blood of Christ. Many times in history since then, there has been human blood shed in torrents, a bloodletting that has at the cost of immense human suffering and with the commission of many horrible sins, purged the world for a time of its wickedness. Do we need a new human holocaust to clean away the debris? God forbid. We have a vicarious or substitutional blood pouring in the renewal of Christ's sacrifice of the Mass. And you should join to it the voluntary offering of yourselves in union with him to make of yourselves a pleasing and appeasing sacrifice. St. Paul is the one who said it. Offer your bodies as a living sacrifice to God an offering acceptable to him, your spiritual worship. In my pastor's column today, which was written before Friday's judicial decision, I charge that all of us are to blame for our present state of moral disorder. We've all done our sins And we've not done many rosaries or spent much time in reparative adoration of the Blessed Sacrament. And we've neglected many other good things besides. And so, we bow our heads in shame, not so much for what the Supreme Court has done, but on account of our sins, sins of commission and omission, what we've done and what we've not done. Now, as a practical application, I know there are people who can't stay for the rosary after Mass, and they have to leave right away. And I say this with sincerity, without irony. Their reasons may be many, and nobody's obliged to remain. And furthermore, it's nobody else's business to know who stays and who leaves. But if you can stay for that extra few minutes, why would you not? Isn't it clear to everyone that we're in a crisis for the overturning of the entire moral order? 
The folks on the other side, with their inspiring demons, are not finished yet, as I indicated. And they will not be until there's unbridled freedom, lechery, riot, revolution, and what's called, by those who know the phrase, an outbreak of Dionysian frenzy. We sorely need divine help. Our mother of perpetual help's feast day was yesterday. It's an option in the traditional Tridentine calendar. Mary is the mother of our hope, spes nostra, as we say in the Hail Holy Queen. And there's an antiphon in the divine office for Saturdays in honor of Our Lady, which reads, Blessed Mary, Mother of God, perpetual virgin, temple of the Lord, vessel of the Holy Spirit, you alone without peer, please our Lord Jesus Christ, pray for the people, intervene for the clergy, intercede for the devout woman. The subtuum presidium prays thus, we fly to you for refuge, Holy Mother of God. The Memorare. To thee do we stand sinful and sorrowful. Despise not our petitions, but in thy mercy hear and answer them. Amen. Prayer. Penance self-imposed controls. We need all three.